Welcome to an introvert's place. With Leanne and Sarah. This is a place where you can sit back, relax, take a load off, and just be quiet. And for once, we won't be quiet. We'll have the conversation, and you don't have to feel awkward about joining in. So I walked by some people that I, like, don't know, but I know mm-hmm. who they are. Mm. I was like, this is weird. I should say something or smile. And then I just looked away. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people that I should talk to all the time. Me too. Or, like, people from my old section mm-hmm. at school, it's like, do you say something? Or do you pretend that you don't know each other anymore? I don't know. Yeah, and, like, some of it is just pure social anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) But some of it is just the idea of having a conversation and it not going well because it will be awkward. (laughs) It's just, like, I don't want to... Just set yourself up in your head. It will be terrible. (laughs) I just don't want to deal with that. (laughs) I know. I 100% can relate. Even, like... There's so many people that I don't say hi to that I really should. When they call my phone, I just press ignore. If I saw my best friend in a place that I wasn't expecting to see them, it'd be so awkward. Oh, hi! What are you doing here? And then how long do you just keep talking yeah. before you say goodbye? Yeah, yeah, that's me all the time. Me too. <laughs> it's good that I don't have more people that I know. Because I can't imagine seeing people that I know all the time in, like, life in general. The few times that I have at the mall or wherever, somewhere where I'm just doing my thing and I see them, it's like, oh my gosh, you were not supposed to see me here. Even though it's not like I'm somewhere bad. It's just like, this is my life. Hello, it's so good to be here. I, um... I actually made a goal for myself this year that I would show up to things I agreed to do. So this is- hey, do you want to help? Oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> what are you doing here? You're looking at the master of leaving parties early. Eating cookies and avoiding confrontation. New Year's Eve, I was home by nine. This is my understanding. It's like a helmet that you put on and it's like a silencer so you can like swear or like yell at people and nobody will hear you. Oh my gosh, that's actually so great. Maybe the introvert's dream. Yeah. (laughs) If nobody could see you too, that would be even better. Made you disappear. Yeah. (laughs) I would use that all the time. We can talk under the cone of silence. The cone of silence? Do you have any stories? Just the idea of thinking of a story made me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) No. (laughs) I have to talk for more than a second at a time. (laughs) I'll start, but do you have a story about when somebody took you for the totally wrong personality that you were just because you're a quiet person? I will think about that. Okay, I'll start with my story. I worked at Pet Value. And there were a bunch of girls my age that worked there as well. And I'm quiet at every job that I start. And I'm polite though, right? Like, I'm nice, I smile, try to laugh sometimes. And then there like comes this point in my life where I get over this hump in the road. And then I can just be comfortable with people 
and be insane and myself but anyways it takes me like a month or two to get there and then about a year later after I had worked there they came up to me and they were like when you started working here we thought that you smoked weed smoke weed every day I'm like who do you think I am I'm this little girl that goes to church and doesn't say anything and <laughs> like how did you get that out of that and they're like you were so quiet we had no idea how to talk to you and you always went to your car for lunch and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like no I just needed to be alone I just didn't want to sit in the back and have to talk to people in case somebody came in the back room you know yeah <laughs> so I just ate in my car and I just didn't say much apparently I did not think it was that extreme but apparently it's way worse than I thought and I'm like secretly a drug addict <laughs> yeah anyways That's not a, a drug addict but like just smoke some weed here and there and go to work pet value. yeah <laughs> just really chill yeah that's that's pretty extreme yeah but when you like explain what you were doing it makes sense like it I know. kind of <laughs> it's so weird because normal people would not do that but for me it was normal rolling baddies smoking blunts who smokes the blunts who smoke the blunts rolling blunts and smoke I can think of a time where I was really quiet to this group of people. It was like my dad's work Christmas event. So there was a whole bunch of kids my age there. I was probably seven or something. And I just like didn't talk to these people. And then I just did not talk. <laughs> You know. Yeah. <laughs> they took it really strongly. I was like, I'm being a jerk. They were like bullying me because I didn't want to talk to them. They're like, oh, we what? can do all these things because she won't actually respond to us. Well, I was just like standing oh there in gosh. line and they were behind me and I was like, well, now I'm not going to talk Aww, to you. <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A bunch of jerks. Yeah, not ideal. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I can think of other times where it's the opposite almost. Like I used to volunteer every Friday with a youth group. So I have this group of girls that I hung out with every Friday and one of them was going through a hard time at one point then I was sharing with her how I'm really quiet I don't feel like talking to other people and then mm -hmm. she was like oh like I had no idea and I was like oh really do other people not notice this oh my gosh That's amazing I think it's so obvious right yeah yeah because it's just I'm so in my head that mm -hmm. of course that's what other people yeah. would see <laughs> and I guess to be fair that youth was pretty high energy situation not like everyday normal baseline-ness, but yeah. it still really surprised me that she didn't see that in me. That's nice. <laughs> find it's easiest to talk to and hardest to talk to like age group or whatever i think it's difficult to talk to people my age that are like really too in your face i feel like it's easy ish to talk to older adults but then in between maybe like 40s and 30s and late 20s is kind of like you're more something than mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. I feel like that's probably the most difficult. Especially if they're like schmoozy at all. Then I just feel really yeah. uncomfortable yeah. and I don't even want to. Like, let's not have a conversation. Yeah. And then most comfortable is people that I'm just 
closest friends with. Uh, most of them are like more extroverted, but not like over the top. I have one friend that she talks a lot and it's like a defense mechanism too. Like she'll talk oh. when she's anxious and I will oh, say nothing okay. when I'm anxious. Yep. So that's a good, a lot of the time there. it's good. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, just be quiet for one minute so I can I say know. something, please. They actually have the courage to say something right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's besides the point. No, that makes sense. For me, the hardest people to talk to are people from like 18 to 35. Isn't that like millennials? Yeah, basically. Anybody similar to me is like, oh my gosh, it's like a heart attack and please don't make me talk. Like I'd way rather hang out with a bunch of seniors at a senior home. I feel like that would be easier. (laughs) Than have to go to a party. Like I'd pick that every single time, which is so sad. But I don't know, I constantly am just wondering what people think. I don't know why I don't care what seniors think. They're just happy and they just like young people and hanging out and then it's not scary. And you can ask them whatever and they won't be like, like, did you just ask that? They're just sweet. <laughs> people my age are not ideal conversation pieces. Especially talking to people my age, sometimes I get really embarrassed about the things that I say, and I'm thinking about how embarrassing the thing that I just said was, and then I start to turn red, and then I think about the fact that I'm turning red, and then it's just inside my mind, just the alert bell is like ringing, and I am about to die, basically, is how I feel. It's a good time. Yeah, once you start realizing that you're having a physiological reaction, yeah. it keeps going and you can't stop it. And I've had grown men who are talking to me, and they're like, oh, you're blushing, and I'm like, oh, the worst. no, like, I'm not. I'm actually just freaking out, and you're just making this so much worse. At work, this would sometimes happen because people, men in their, like, 40s and 50s sometimes say, like, really stupid and, like, flirty things, and it just gets really awkward. And you don't know what to say back so you try to say something like snappy back and then you laugh because that's what you're supposed to do I think and then you turn red because why why did I just say that why am I in this conversation right now is there any way for me to get out of here yeah (laughs) like there is no way and then my manager would be like yeah you're blushing you're so red it's no I'm not I don't want to be here right now is really what it's come down to but yeah I've had that yeah (laughs) many times unfortunately people pointing it out is the worst yeah (laughs) Flushing. Oh my god, you totally have a crush on that guy. No, I don't. That's why you wanted to join the mathletes. Mathletes? You hate math. Oh, look how red she is. You love him, and he totally complimented you. That is so fetch. This is kind of a tangent, but also very random, but I get really, like, sweaty when I'm nervous. Like, my mm. forehead sweats a lot. My and nose sweats. Oh, interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. <laughs> like, I don't understand how people have bangs. <laughs> Do other people not get yeah, nervous and sweat? Yeah, that's true. My bangs would always be soaking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just sweep that out of the way. Because I tried it, I think, a couple times in, like, really? high school, maybe, or junior high. Yeah. It's just terrible. Because that's, like, the sweatiest part of me when I'm nervous. And I'm always nervous. (laughs) Just dripping bangs. Oh my gosh. That's attractive. (laughs) A lot of my um, fashion choices are just based on comfort. Oh, me too. And if it's like anything that is remotely revealing, Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I feel so uncomfortable. Please stop. Bye. (laughs) Or you like try it on at home. And you're like, that's really pretty, but as soon as there's another human being who looks at me, I'm gonna feel like so bad or something. Like, just so uncomfortable. And then I'll like just leave and go change. Or I'll just hide in a corner. 
That's why I bring scarves a lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a good idea. <laughs> Wrap it around yourself to stay warm. Yeah. Or cover yourself up. <laughs> it's kind of like a blanket around your neck. Yep. <laughs> that, that's probably like a common introvert thing. We don't like yeah. to like share our emotions or like what we're feeling, and that's like yeah. physically revealing. It's like don't make me do that. One of the best things about being an introvert is the constant crippling paranoia. What about that thing where you say something funny and only one person hears you and then they repeat it and everyone laughs at them, not you. What do you think are the best parts about being an introvert? Definitely like, listening and like learning mm -hmm. things and seeing things that would be easy to like miss if you weren't paying attention super closely kind of seeing like beyond like life if that makes sense seeing beyond life <laughs> <laughs> every <laughs> introvert <laughs> i guess seeing life in like deeper dimensions sometimes in that way yeah does that make sense yeah i agree i think it's nice that you don't have to have like a bunch of friends even though some people are like how many friends do you have <laughs> how many friends do you have but like it's just you can be much like deeper friends with somebody i feel like if you only have like one or two really good friends and they basically know everything about you and you know everything about them and it's just i don't know i wouldn't have time for more friends than that like really really good friends i like to just be nice to the world in general yeah i always like feel like i want more friends or like should have more friends mm -hmm. just because i don't know i feel like that's like what you're supposed to do yeah right? <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard enough especially now in school it's hard enough staying friends with the people that i like deeply care about yeah. <laughs> sharing things about my life that i like feel uncomfortable with with those people is enough <laughs> yeah but I, then i still always like pressure myself to make more friends and be social and all these things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stress when it comes to just the world and like what life is supposed to look like or just the things that you're supposed to do. Like go to this social event and talk to these people. And networking. Oh my gosh, we talked about this before. Uh, or like not on the podcast, but yeah, the idea of networking is just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Being in a creative communications program and it's like, it comes up all the time. So much. You guys need to be networking. You should go to this place because you'll be able to network with these people. It's like, no, no, I don't need to go to that. And I think I might die if I go to that. So yeah, I'm just not going to go. And it just like, it doesn't work with the way that I feel about the world. No, me neither. Like, like I know that it's not like, I just feel like I can't. It seems so disingenuous to me. Me too. And I know that like not everybody feels that way. Yeah. So like that's good for them. But to me, I know that's how I feel. And I'm just like, I don't, it's like even more pressure too to like get outside of your head and talk about things because it's like you have to impress them even more because it's like a potential opportunity and yeah everything about what I just said makes it sound so not like human interaction I know I know and you feel like you just have to yeah impress them and put on this big show that you're like really enthusiastic and excited when you probably are but it's like I don't actually talk like this in real life and like I don't actually dress this nice in real life like you always go and just being like this is me and it's not me at all but i hope you give me a job 
it's not good for introverts or anxious people. No. It's like, I'd rather just naturally meet people or somebody tell me about somebody else. I'll be like, oh, okay. It seems, yeah, like, it seems like it would be so much easier to be able to just, like, strike up a conversation with anybody and feel totally comfortable in that situation. And I'm, like, trying to, like, feel better about the fact that it, like, takes people a while to get to know me. Yeah. Because, like, in theory, then it's, like, the people that want to get to know me, it's like, oh, they're, like, actually investing this effort. That's cool. And I was like, who are you? Yeah. But it's so easy to, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's so easy to just, like, I don't know, focus on the, like, the negatives of that part Mm -hmm. when it's, like, it is a positive. It's just a more difficult positive, I guess. Yeah. And it's especially hard when you're, like, going back to the networking thing when you're in a program full of extroverts and it's like these are the people that I'm competing with who are like we're both decent people but like they're gonna be scooped up right away because they're just naturally like good at talking to people and it's like I can do it too but I don't come across as natural or anything it's just like I have to be here Mm-hmm. I'm actually, like, really thankful for social media in that specific regard mm-hmm. because we, like, have all of the people in the program on social media. Yeah. So even though, like, I see them in the halls and I don't talk to them, like, I'm still connected to them. Right. And it'd be awkward to, like, message them in the future if mm-hmm. I, like, need something from them. But at least I, like, have You that. have them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you like their photos. Even though in real life you can't talk to them. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it like it like feels like we're closer than we actually I know. are, which is nice, but maybe it's not. Facade really, of like friendship. Yeah. You've been looking at that alone for way too long. People are gonna realize that you only know the host like some kind of a weird loner. Enter a conversation. Another good thing about being an introvert, I think, is that you notice all the other quiet people. Mm-hmm. Not all the other quiet people. There's usually a couple others. <laughs> and it's like, everybody everybody has a spot then. I don't know. I always think of quiet people as, like, less important than the people who are like, bah! But I'm trying to, like, get out of that <laughs> mindset. Yeah. It's just, like, what, what draws your attention is the thing you pay attention to, right? Mm-hmm. So people that are quiet and reserved, you just, like you know they're there but it's yeah it's harder yeah and you know that like you have to work even as a quiet maybe yeah even as a quiet person you have to like work harder to get to know them yeah but usually it's like when you get to know them it's better yeah exactly because <laughs> you you like you're similar yeah and stuff. yeah there's much deeper connection mm-hmm. even though it may be a lot easier to talk to somebody who's extroverted right away mm-hmm. and but then it's kind of like for me talking to extroverts is I mean talking to anybody is hard but like they'll carry the conversation and they'll just usually talk about something about their lives and I just listen and ask questions um but then like the conversation kind of runs out of steam very quickly yeah and I'm not like whatever using that as a slam against extroverts but like as an introvert I need people to talk about like real life things otherwise I get really uncomfortable really fast and it's like okay um we're not talking about anything important anymore and I don't have anything to add so I don't know what's gonna happen when you don't have anything to say either (laughs) I mean some people have things to say forever (laughs) but yeah yeah I, I would like to be more like actively involved in 
conversations in that mm-hmm. way because I noticed that yeah when I have like certain people like get together they're really into like D&D and like board games and stuff like that and that's great and I like those things too but I can't like listen to them talk about it forever but they yeah. can talk about it forever because yeah. they're super into it I know and it's like at some point I just want to talk about something else but I don't yeah. want to like change the conversation because they're into it I know it's like oh I just like can't go to those people for like specific conversations no. that I want to have yeah, which is fine because exactly. like everybody has their good like their strengths and yeah. whatnot. yeah now I feel super awkward that if they ever heard this, they'd be like, so you hate me? Which is definitely not true. I know, I know. anything. <laughs> it's just like, it's true. It's, I don't know. Like, some extroverts I definitely can jive with, but there's not a lot. Especially if they're really, really extroverted. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we are on opposite ends of the planet. We can't be friends. We can be nice to each other, yeah. but not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds terrible, but... I feel like I had something more to say, but I don't remember. <laughs> and what would you even say? It'd be so awkward. Well, I'm sorry, anxiety, but everyone seems off limits. Um, we could get, like, super science-y. Oh, my. <laughs> Acetylcholine. Yeah. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Acetylcholine has a variety of functions in the nervous system. Its functions in the brain are still not fully understood, but it does appear to play important roles in memory, arousal, and attention. So I found this information that is like talks about how introverts and extroverts like we talked about how their brain our brains are wired differently, right? Mm-hmm. But then this talks about how um there's like a different balance and focus on like certain neurotransmitters in the brain. Yep. Which I don't know how to explain what a neurotransmitter is. <laughs> I tried it's, to. <laughs> it's the thing that jumps across the gaps. It's like a bridge between two cells, I think. Yeah. So it's like like for example, dopamine is like the neurotransmitter that makes us feel motivated so it's like yeah so like motivation jumps in a car and goes over the bridge and (laughs) is like hey here have some motivation it's like thanks (laughs) it's just like that (laughs) that's a good description i like that (laughs) it's terrible but (laughs) part of my um this is an aside but um for the we had to write a paper explaining something last semester and i talked about uh, neurotransmitters briefly in mind because I was talking about um, our senses mm-hmm. and it was so difficult to explain what a neurotransmitter is. I talked about neurotransmitters too in mind. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I was talking about anxiety and like how neurotransmitters work in that. Just, that was good. I liked it's that difficult. One. Yeah, yeah. Not an expert. Not mm. an expert. <laughs> no, neither. Um, so dopamine is less present in the brains of introverts. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, she's spreading (laughs) false news. It's actually Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) If Donald Trump was an introvert. (laughs) No. I can't even imagine. (laughs) Me neither. Um, Okay, so that's not true. Just kidding. (laughs) 
um, it's that like extroverts respond more to dopamine than introverts. Okay. So then when like there's something like, for example, it says like earning money or climbing the social ladder or attracting a mate, things that are exciting and you need motivation for. <laughs> I love that. Attracting a mate. Like <laughs> nobody talks like that. Yeah. I'm going to go attract my mate right now. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, can't even imagine like calling your significant other <laughs> your mate. <laughs> this is my mate. Um. So yeah, ex- uh, extroverts like res- just respond more to those things. So okay. they like seek out those things more. Whereas right. introverts like respond to them, but it's less like of a like a high kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's an a neurotransmitter called acetylcholine. Ooh. And it's also linked to things like like pleasure things in our brain, like dopamine is. Um, but acetylcholine makes us feel good when we turn inward. So I then see. it's like, that's what the introverts are like thriving on because the turning inward is like where the good feelings come yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really... This is totally an aside and something I just thought about. Um, like, I've been in a relationship with an introvert, and I'm an introvert, and part of our problem was our communication wasn't really the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking about that now in regards to what I just talked about is, like, like how... Like, I feel like we are probably, like, a little bit living our own lives, but, like, together... Right. And You're then, just, like, both sitting on the couch reading a book. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, good. There's a lot of good to that, too. But Yeah, there's when, definitely a lot of room for that in a relationship. Especially if you're, like, introverted. You need that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then when it comes to, like, arguments or whatever we were having, it was like we were both coming from two different angles mm-hmm. or, like, multiple different angles that were opposing and, like, it's more difficult to understand the other person's perspective or whatever. Right. Because we were just both, like, inwardly focused. Yeah, that makes sense. It, yeah, that's tough. And I feel like I had something to say, and now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I'm in a, like, relationship with, like, a half introvert, half extrovert. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's, like, a not anxious introvert I guess but he definitely like has opinions and it's it can be frustrating sometimes because I'm so the opposite I'm just like I don't want to say what I'm thinking and then he's like I will say what I'm thinking but yeah it makes it tough do you feel like you've you feel more comfortable now that you've been seeing him for a while yeah yeah it takes a while yeah it does (laughs) Eventually, I like it. I have to say what I think sometimes. Anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the the acetylcholine is linked to the parasympathetic side of the nervous system. 
The feeling side? The, uh, yeah, the, the, well, the side that is, like, the, so there's the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Oh, okay. The sympathetic is, like, the part that, like, gets riled up when, like, you're in a situation that needs a response or, like, the fight or flight kind of situation. Right. And then the parasympathetic is the, the side that, like, calms you down after that. So your body, like, returns to normal and isn't, like, freaking out all the time. Yeah. Um, so acetylcholine is connected to the, like, the relaxing, like, your body slowing down, kind of being more, like, steady and stable kind of situation. I see. Um, and, like, withdrawing from your outer environment and conserving energy. Um, so that makes sense to our, like, reactions and how it takes so much to get excited about things. Yeah. <laughs> And even though, like, because I have a lot of anxiety, I feel a lot of the not relaxing parts. Mm -hmm. I understand how that's, like, how I, like, naturally want to be. Like, if I'm calm and not stressed, it's, like, that's that's when I'm the best at being myself. (laughs) Me too. It's a great feeling. Like, just being relaxed and not freaking out in a situation you just, or for me at least, I sit there and, like, appreciate it for a while. I'm like, this feels so good. Like, I can't imagine feeling like this on a daily basis around, like, other people that aren't, haven't known me forever or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens, like, pretty infrequently. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I agree. I'm like, oh, like, People feel this way all the time. I know. How? I know. That's so nice. <laughs> like they're not freaking out constantly. <laughs> Please, give me. <laughs> give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question at the bottom that says, do introverts dislike people? <laughs> not true. Very not true. It's a common misconception, I think, though. Yeah. Which is sad. It is sad, because I like people so much. I know, me too. I care about people, and I think about people from afar. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I hope that like that situation that they're in is, is going well for them, or whatever. Like, I think I know a lot more about people than they think I know about them, just because I don't talk to them. But it's like, yeah. I probably know more about you than like some of your like kind of friends, basically. Mm-hmm. Just because I watch you so much, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you observe a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are always surprised when I like remember something that mm-hmm. they said casually. Like, and that like remember that? that like matters that I know yeah. matters to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a strength. Yes, for sure. Yeah, people really that. appreciate that. Yeah, and yeah, that is a nice thing. I was gonna say it sucks that like they don't notice that about us, but I wouldn't want somebody to pay that I close know, attention exactly. to me. <laughs> like, please don't remember that thing yeah. I said one time and was super vulnerable about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you were too busy thinking about whatever else. She's so vulnerable And I don't understand Do you have more tabs? I do. Good. This one's not ideal, though. It's called The Gifts of Introversion, but it's, like, pretty, like, one-sided. 
like introverts are oh introverts are superior yeah kind of, that's yeah kind of the gist of that so we're just gonna close that one <laughs> we don't want to slam our extrovert friends too much no <laughs> or at all <laughs> um I found an article that talked about it's the title is brains of introverts reveal why they prefer being alone which sounds sad but it's not um (laughs) and they okay I'm just gonna kind of try to summarize what I remember of it so they did this like test they have this like test thing (laughs) (laughs) like a scanner what is it Um, like a test, you know? Oh, okay, so it's like an EEG measuring something. (laughs) Part of the brain, it's, uh, okay. The researchers studied a particular change in the brain's electrical activity known as P300. Yes. And they studied it through EEGs. Yes. So anyways, this, um, part of the brain activity, they, they found that um, so when they they looked at people, extroverts had like a bigger response to this in this area um, when they saw human faces. Mm-hmm. So like when they saw other people, they got more excited. Their brain okay. got more excited. Um, so that like that showed that introvert or sorry extroverts pay more attention to human faces, and there was no link between scores on extroversion and the response in that area to flowers. Oh. Um, whereas with introverts, they had very similar responses to human faces and to flowers. Interesting. So that kind of goes to, like, the thing that we were talking about earlier, how it's, like, easy to get distracted by so many things. Yeah. Because we just, like, they matter the same in our attention, I guess. Right. Whereas, like, like if I had to choose, I would choose to pay attention to people over flowers most of the time. (laughs) But my brain isn't, like, isn't... Doesn't prioritize one over the other. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) So that's... That's funny. Yeah, and kind of explains how, like, the focus, how we can focus so much on, like, random things. Yeah. The times when I do feel like I'm not paying attention to people when they're talking is when I'm distracted by something else that is, like... Mm -hmm equally attention-grabbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like sometimes I would rather pay attention to flowers. I agree. <laughs> if someone's talking about something that's really sad or really, like, they're just annoyed with life, mm-hmm. flowers would be so much nicer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sad, like, they're crying and need help. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Do you find that you're really sensitive? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did not have to think about that. <laughs> Though I don't cry as much as I like feel like sensitive, sen- quote unquote sensitive people mm-hmm. do. But honestly, that's just because I don't like crying in front yeah. of other people. So yeah. I just hold it in and then it just never comes out sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes I watch really sad movies just so that I will cry. I know, me too. I love doing that. It's just like, it's this release of just emotion. Mm-hmm. And it feels so good. And sometimes I'm really sad about something else or whatever, so then I listen to sad music or I watch a sad movie. Mm-hmm. And I do that to make me cry about the other thing. And it's like, this feels great. And I think some people think that's crazy, which makes sense. I think <laughs> it probably is a little bit. But 
feels good. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess, it probably wouldn't be like the ideal way of dealing with the situation. But it's probably not. Probably more ideal than not crying about it at all. If that's yeah, what you want to do. That's true. Not good to suppress your emotions no. forever. No. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day, too, like, um, being super sensitive and super, like, quick to show or, like, have emotions in that way, Mm -hmm. it's, like, I would be a very bad, like, ambulance driver, for example, (laughs) (laughs) or, like, paramedic, because I would just be sad instead of, like, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and that doesn't, like, that's not, like, a, like, a I'm incompetent as a paramedic, it's just, like... Other people are better at, like, compartmentalizing their emotions and, like, dealing with it later. Or, yeah. not, or dealing not dealing with, with it, it at, all, at all. Which is not ideal, but yeah. <laughs> that's not how I operate. <laughs> no. Me neither. Like, we were watching um, that documentary in class where the woman, like, supposedly kills herself or whatever. Yeah, we never really... I guess it was concluded, but, like, not really. You know, that really bugged me. Um, and I was just, like, sitting there and crying. I was like, I can't even watch this. And everybody else just, like sitting there and they're fine I'm like this is so sad like I can't I'm just like immediately like how would I feel in that situation and what would I do and yeah I don't know maybe that's not an introvert thing but maybe it kind of is because we think so much about what other people are feeling and stuff yeah I don't know I feel like uh, not that extroverts don't have empathy but it's like because we're so focused inward mm-hmm. that it's easy to like put ourselves in those situations and then yeah. feel how we would feel in those in that situation yeah because we're so familiar with like our own feelings and like how we think about things because we think so much <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that can be a strength and a weakness yeah because sometimes I feel like I'm just like really off because I, like, would react to something differently than other people would. Mm -hmm. So the way that I, like, empathize with what I imagine them feeling is just, like, completely off base of what they feel or whatever. Yeah. Do you ever get that? Yeah. It doesn't happen, like, a lot, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it does, and it's like, how was I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) I should know this. Or you should know this. (laughs) You should know how to feel about your own thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have a, for all of you that are still holding on and wondering <laughs> if you too are an introvert, <laughs> I have a list of common signs oh, that you're an goody. introvert. So uh, number one is being around lots of people drains your energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like people that I know, like yep. even good friends, if there's too many of them, I just, just can't. Suddenly, if there's like a big group of good friends, they're like, no longer approachable. Yeah. It's like that one-on-one yeah. connection. It doesn't exist when there's other yeah. people around. Yeah. Because they're still comfortable, and I'm, like, no longer comfortable at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's messed <laughs> up. Because they're the same people. Yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> or in general, I've been trying to figure out what the, like, ideal number of people in a group is for me. Do- yeah. <laughs> 
if there's yeah it depends on like the dynamic but yeah if there's like like me and two other people that's probably the most ideal because then I don't have to talk at all if I don't want to (laughs) and if you do want to talk like there's still room to like throw stuff in here and there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah four is okay as well once it gets to five that's uh, too much yeah yeah (laughs) I agree yeah, and like doing group work in a group of seven. So oh, like, I'm just gonna start writing these things down. Mm-hmm. So That's me too. That can be my job. I was literally doing that last week in uh, one of our groups, just to go my notebook, and I'm like, I have like ideas or things to say, but we don't say them here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait till the Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where I can say one thing. I'm honestly like, I'm less quiet in Facebook chats, but. I'm still quiet. Yeah. I still think about everything that I write. Or if I'm, like, reacting to somebody's, like, thing that they said, I'm like, hey, let's think very carefully about how we're going to react and what they're going to think about the way that I reacted. Like, what if I react with the heart eyes because I just really liked what they said? But are they going to think that, like, it's more than that? Or are they just going to be like, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's messed up. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of times to overthinking, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> a person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. So, he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusions. By thoughts, I mean specifically chatter in the skull, perpetual and compulsive repetition of words. Okay, go ahead. Um, the second one is you enjoy solitude. And that one's just... Yeah. Speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And then the third, like we were just talking about, you have a small group of close friends. So yeah, definitely like have a, a small group of close friends. Um, I was thinking about, I have a friend that is very extroverted and he had a birthday party one year and so he invited like all of his friends. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess he was like just kind of branching out into these other like friend groups and like other friends that like he spent a lot of time with them but only in like certain situations so maybe it was just a busy night or something for for them but like none of none of them came to the party and it's like I felt bad <laughs> that's really sad yeah but like then us like his his close friends you were can. like all there yeah. yeah and then it was like I mean for me it was the ideal party yeah. <laughs> like sweet um but yeah that's just that made me really appreciate the friends that I have and that I'm able to be close with the people that I care about. Yeah. It is a struggle sometimes I find when like my closest friends that I always turn to for like certain things are like having their own Mm -hmm. issues and then I have like no one to turn to because I don't want to like put it on them. Yeah. My situation is oftentimes seems less like dire or yeah yeah intense or real maybe (laughs) than theirs so I don't want to yeah yeah that's me but then it's like when you think about it from their perspective or you think about them like you you wouldn't Mm -hmm. want them not to tell you what's going on it's very one-sided it's like okay my story just doesn't matter (laughs) yeah yeah that's something to deal with yeah we can all share together be kind to often describe you as quiet and may find it difficult to get to know you. Mm-hmm. True that. 
Yep. <laughs> and then too much stimulation leaves you feeling distracted and unfocused. Very true. Yep. Very true. I like to um, go to like concerts and stuff, which mm-hmm. is like very <laughs> stimulating. Yep. Um, but oftentimes I find that I'm very distracted by like not the thing that I'm supposed to be paying attention not to. Not the people at the front. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I watch other people. Yeah. Or it's like like I'll go to a lot of quieter or like smaller shows, so everybody's like standing in the front. And then I'm just like, yeah, like, what are these people all doing? What is this person yep. doing? All right, there's music. <laughs> all right. I paid to be here to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> and then I find, like, I, I enjoy dancing in those situations. So mm-hmm. I find, like, that's really helpful because then it's like, I have to pay attention to the music if I'm dancing. Right. And then, like, what other people are doing is less important. Yeah. Then. That's good. So that's helpful. Yeah. That's probably why I like it so much. And, like, to physical activity in general, I guess, too. Yeah. Like, having a conversation with somebody if we're on a walk is so much yeah. easier yeah. than if we're sitting across the table eating. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't like sitting across the table eating no. conversations. No. Unless it's somebody that I know really well. Like, even if it is, it's like, I'd yes. rather just go and do something. Because yeah. then there's something to, like, fill in the gaps if there is mm-hmm. silence. It's like... We're skating, we're walking, like, don't have to say something every second or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're not going to, like, pay attention to the weird way I eat my food. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Even though it's completely normal, but yeah. <laughs> in my head. Oh, yeah. yeah. My very first date ever was I went to a sushi restaurant no. for dinner. Oh, my gosh. And it was the first time I had sushi, too. I didn't even know if I liked sushi. <laughs> it was the worst. She throws up at the end of the date. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's never. Sushi is not a good date food. You have to stick so much food in your mouth <laughs> at one time. <laughs> Subway is also not a good date food. Oh. Yeah, yeah I can see Did that. Did you have food all over your face? Probably. Okay. <laughs> is that what Subway did to you? Yep. <laughs> we weren't even on, like, a quote-unquote actual date, but we went to Subway. We were rebels. We weren't actually allowed to be dating at this point. Mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> In a little private school. <laughs> and so we went to Subway, and at the end of the meal, he's like, oh, no, I don't think he even said anything. I just went to the bathroom because I needed to go to the bathroom. And there was, like, tomato sauce, like, oh, no, all down my cheek. And I was just, like, mortified. And I came out, and I said, "How? What, like, why did you not tell me? He's like, I just didn't know. It was hard to focus on having a conversation, but, like, <laughs> I just didn't want to tell you. I'm like, no. You tell people if they have something, like, especially like that on their face. Or if they have, like, snot coming out of their nose or, like, anything like that. Just tell people. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, any sort of... I feel like the ideal food in that situation is something you can eat with, like, a fork that isn't yeah. too big. Maybe, like, pasta, but, like, pasta's this, messy, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Probably, like, crackers. <laughs> <laughs> or dry bread. <laughs> Anything like that. No, I don't even know. Just not eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best yeah. solution. I think so. Yeah. But then it's, like, 
difficult yeah because you like want to if you're on a date you want to like get to know the other person so you don't want to like go to going to a movie is super awkward too because yeah. then you're just like sitting there and you're like you're like inches from them I know. but you're not doing anything I know. And you're like oh <laughs> is he gonna hold my hand or is uh is he just gonna sit here and then if he does what am I gonna do <laughs> my hands gonna be so sweaty and just like Dates in general are good uh, overthinking fodder. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Definitely. <laughs> Number six on the list is you are very self-aware. Wow, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, some seven is you like to learn by watching. That is that very true. That sounds so creepy, but yeah. Also, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to watch you. <laughs> not gonna say anything <laughs> yeah i definitely definitely like to watch before trying things that are yeah. new yeah or before talking to somebody mm-hmm. i'll watch them talk to other people and i'll like get a sense of what they talk like because i find when i talk to people i kind of mimic their mood and stuff mm-hmm. a little bit yeah me too and it's just like i don't know it seems to work sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I agree with that. It just seems like, I don't know, it's not even like an intentional most of the time. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. And the final one on this list is you are drawn to jobs that involve independence. Mmm, yes. So true. Group work. Not ideal. Like, it just, I have ideas that I can't do anything with. No. (laughs) Not that, like, other people are like, no, I just, like, can't share them and I can't articulate them and... Yeah. It doesn't work. Or, like, I try to articulate something, and it's actually, like, a good idea. But then when it comes out, it's, like, it's so bad. And I, like, fumble over my words, and then it just ends up being a very embarrassing experience. Yeah. Like, why can things make so much sense in our heads, and then when they come out, they don't make sense at all? It's like when you were talking in class the other day, and you said something, and then you're like, that is not at all how I was trying to say that. Oh my gosh, that's the story of my life. (laughs) Everything that I say in class or in a group is just like, that's not how it was supposed to sound. That's not even what I was trying to say at all. But it's like, the anxiety is just like, hello? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, sorry, I'm just going to go die in the corner now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... I don't know. Other people don't have this problem, right? People talk in class all the time. All the time. I'm like... How do you say so many things? Like, before I say something, I take a drink of water, and then I clear my throat about five times, and then I think about what I'm going to say, and then I, like, get super nervous, and I'm like, nope, can't say it anymore. (laughs) And then I, like, put up my hand, and then they call on somebody else, and I'm like, oh, crap, oh, crap, I have to put up my hand, like, again now. And it's either, like, at that point, it's, like, life or death. It's like, do you put up your hand, or do you just, like, survive and give up your participation mark <laughs> in every single class? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's how I feel. I've started um, every once in a while, if I, like, have something that I think will be good to say, I'll, like, write it down. Yeah. And then I, like, don't have to fumble as Yeah, much. that's a good idea. It's been really helpful. Even if it's like I'm reading a thing now and that's less exciting, at least I'm communicating. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly.